0: In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, whom God, amen. A woman shouted out and she said to the Lord Jesus, she said, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breasts that nursed you. And and immediately the Lord Jesus Christ wanted to redirect her uh, attention and to reveal to her and in fact to all of us is that this is not how we receive a blessing the blessing is not in hearing the blessing is not in seeing the blessing is not in touching like the the womb that carried you or the breast that nursed you but the true blessing is in doing the true blessing is in doing This is why when we come and we pray the litany of the gospel, say make us worthy to hear and to (laughs) that. Blessed are make us worthy to hear and to act according to your holy gospels. (coughs) So the the true blessing comes in doing. Because when it comes to seeing, I can honestly tell you that there are so many people who saw the Lord Jesus Christ. And in fact, there are so many people that attended his miracles and witnessed his miracles with their own eyes. But they still didn't believe. And sadly, they didn't have a share and inheritance with him in his kingdom. And this is why the Lord Jesus Christ, he comes at the end, and he says, woe to this generation. Woe to this generation that he was talking to them, right? Talking to them at the time. And he says, for the queen of Siva... Or Sheba she came to hear the wisdom of Solomon and greater than Solomon is here But yet you're not hearing as in hearing with your heart You're definitely hearing with their ears, but they're not acting upon what they're hearing and he says the same thing Also, the people of Nineveh they repented at the preaching of Jonah and there is greater than Jonah is here And he is also calling you to repentance. You're hearing it. You're seeing him but you're not acting upon it and you're not doing it. And this is this is what God wants to redirect all of us. In fact, I want to say that maybe this generation that we live in right now, I'm, I'm worried that we're going to have even a bigger woe because I think we heard more than any other generations have ever heard because of the multitude of the sermon and the, the use of of you know media and all of that now you sit down and you flip tv channel radio stations there is multiple radio stations where you can hear sermons where you can hear songs of of praise you are probably uh, you know tired of hearing sermons you probably have most of it memorized i guarantee you that there is nothing that i will tell you today in this sermon that is going to be new to you okay this is how expert we have all become in sermon hearing okay we've all become experts in sermon hearing and we've heard so much to the point that it is really hard to present new information in a sermon so what is needed then what is needed is the doing what is needed is in the doing Yani, the Lord Jesus Christ he came and one day in Mark 10, a young man running after him, Lord, what can I do to inherit the kingdom of heaven? He looked at him and loved him, and he said, keep the commandments, you keep them. He says, yes, I've kept them. He says, okay, you lack like one thing, go sell what you have. And what is the Bible says? That the man left sad. He couldn't do. He was very good and quick to hear and to even seek counsel, but he couldn't do like, for somebody wants to lose weight, right? And then he goes and he sees a doctor or, uh, and says, I, I need to do this. It's okay, it's very simple. Stay away from carbohydrates, you know, and uh, stay away from like fatty food and sugary foods and stuff like that. He says, okay, this is easy. And then he goes home and then he opens the fridge and then there's this really nice Portos cake sitting right there. And then he says, okay, not resistable, I cannot resist this, right? So we hear, okay, we can hear, good, good, and we know the information. But then when it comes to actually doing it, this is where we all. So this young man, he said, what do I do? He says, go and sell what you have. He, says that. he left sad because he couldn't apply that, okay? Yet later on, 300 years later, or so a young man <clears throat> comes to. Church, And he hears the same words, but this time not spoken by the Lord Jesus himself. It is still spoken by the Lord Jesus, but through the mouth of a deacon. But this young man, his name is Anthony, right, Saint Anthony. But then these words, they come and they entered his heart and immediately he goes out and he acts upon it and he sells what he has and he became this great saint that the whole universe, the whole, the whole world adores and, and venerates up until this day. People who've come to hear the Lord Jesus Christ say that who he denies me, he who denies me before men, I will deny him before my Father in heaven. And then comes the real time, the real time of test in the day of his crucifixion and then he says to the disciples that today it will be fulfilled that the shepherd will be smitten or smote or smitten I don't know what the english is but the, the shepherd will be smitten and then the sheep will be scattered right and then and then they say to him in all bravery lord peter says if everybody leaves i will not leave and then comes the moment of application right the real moment of the test in the Garden of Gethsemane, the soldiers, they come at him and then he looks around. Everybody runs, runs around, including our favorite saint of the Coptic Church, St. Mark. He runs away naked, in What? Ashim. Okay, everybody runs away. Who sticks around? John the beloved. And today the Synexarion puts in front of us a story of a great saint, St. Muhurail. St. love Loved the saint so much, okay? So Saint Muhrail, what does she do? She goes and one day just to draw water with her jug, with her water pot from the river. And then as she's going there, she sees a boat with some Roman soldiers and some Christians in it. She says, what is this? They say, oh, we're leading those Christians to persecution and to martyrdom, to torture and martyrdom because, because of their faith. So what does she do? In all simplicity, she goes, well, I'm a Christian too. Take me with you. Would we do that if we're in her place? Right? Says, oh, I'm sorry. We were not asked a direct question, so we're not going to volunteer any information. We're just going to turn around. But do you see the bravery of a little girl and she goes, well, you're taking them to, to martyrdom because they're Christian. Well, I'm Christian too. Take me along with you. And when they took her and she stood in front of the governor and she yelled out, She says, I'm, I'm Christian. The governor looked at her, He's like, hey, little girl, you know, just, you know, not give her any attention. Just, you no, know, go away, get lost, whatever. And then she's like, Wait, no, no, wait a second, wait a second. I'm, I'm a little but very mighty, little but very mighty girl, okay? Mighty in my Lord Jesus Christ who gives me strength. And she says, I am Christian and then at this point then he then he takes her hearers and doers of the word okay hearers and doers of the word today maximus and domedius They're the feast of their uh, of maximus is the departure you know this i i don't, we don't know in the church we don't know too much of their history in fact up until today the place where they are buried is mysterious Nobody knows where they, their bodies are relocated except some of the hermits, okay? Some of the hermits and the anchorites have, have, have seen visions that they say that they are buried somewhere be, beneath a hill that is next to El Baramos, El Baramos Monastery. I can only imagine Maximus and Domadius who were the children of the king, right? Growing up and they heard of one of their teachers by the name of Arsenius. Even though this was the teacher of the children of the king that he forsook everything and he went to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and to dedicate his life to him and be be a monk. And immediately they were inspired by that story and decided to follow that footstep. How many of us in the past have heard inspiring stories? We've heard so many inspiring stories, but what happened? We just sit still, we don't move. You know, say, well, what if I go and follow and then it doesn't work out? And what if I go and follow and he doesn't, he does not take good care of me? What if I go and follow and then I get bored? This is why when they, when they went to St. Macarius, and they told him, take us here. We would like to become monks. He looked at them and he saw, you know, the, the, the 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 glory that is apparent on them, he says, I really doubt that you can do it. He says, Well, just try us, you know, give us a cell. So he gave them a cell and he didn't hear anything from them. He didn't hear anything to the point that he started worrying about Maximus and Domadius. What happened to these two young guys that just showed up? You know, can they do it? Are they are they are they up to it? So one day he went. And he said, I just want to, you know, check on you guys, spend the evening with them. And then at nighttime, he pretended that he's tired and he wants to sleep. And then he laid down to sleep. And in the middle of the night, he saw both Maximus and the getting up, girding themselves, standing up in prayer, and he saw the most amazing vision. He saw the devils coming and trying to attack them. In the form of like little flies, you know, the, the the devil a lot of times is likened to a fly. the debena, okay, Zubaba. عشان كذا in Arabic they call him Baal zabul or Baal zabub, Okay, the master of flies. Okay, لِلِّلِّنِ الْفَلَيْ غِلْسَةٌ كويس. تعرفين كذا صح؟ Debena glissa. He keeps showing up. keeps coming back. Okay, just like the devil, he's just a debena, okay? <laughs> but then he's coming and he's, you know, you know, is in the like uh, then he's coming and he's is bothering the, the saints. And what is that? Macarius you see, he sees an angel standing right there, guarding the two saints. Guarding the two saints. See, this is the thing. When you submit your life to God, when you give your life to God and you follow him unconditionally when you come to follow him unconditionally he will take care of you he will take care of you a lot of times we hear the word and we're not doing it because we don't want to give up what we love and what we enjoy like that young man who had a lot of possessions and he couldn't follow Jesus or a lot of times we're not doing it because we don't really trust that he will take care of us and he will protect us like all the disciples that ran away in the garden of Gethsemane and all the many people who renounced their faith because of fear. You guys realize that Egypt at one point was 100% Christian. Nowadays Egypt is 20% Christian. What does that mean? that there's 80% of Christians denied their faith. That's what it means, right? 80% of the old people of Egypt left their faith. Why? Because of persecution, because of persecution. Because they heard the word, but they couldn't, they couldn't do it. So blessed, the woman says, Blessed is the womb that carried you and the birds that nursed you. And he says, no. More than that blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. okay? Hear the word of God and keep it. And this is what we would like to do. This is what we would like to do this this year. There is before you know it, Lent is approaching. I know we just broke our fasting like a couple of weeks ago but surprise in a couple of weeks we're going to fast again right <laughs> so but when that when that surprise when that when that comes instead of approaching it يعني, in a grumpy way you know say that this is an opportunity for me to not just hear but to start applying apply Inshallah, hatta one word Apply even if you're just going to apply one word, even if you're just going to apply one command. Trust me, sometimes just one command could be enough to take you to heaven. You know the story of the monk who was known to not be super active in prayer or in service or any of that stuff, but at the (coughs) time of his departure all the other monks when they gather around him they saw that he's very joyful, very happy and at peace. It's like, Abuna, you're at peace. Like they're in their mind, like, you're lazy, you know. (laughs) Why, why, Why are you? He says, because when I came to the monastery, I took it upon me that God says, judge not, and you will not be judged. And I believe that 100% that if I don't judge anybody, God is not going to judge me. That's my free ticket to heaven. And from the moment I entered the monastery, I never judged a person. I never judged a person. And I'm holding God by this commandment. And He cannot go back in His word. We made a deal, right? Judge not you, not be judged. I didn't judge, so He cannot judge me. One commandment. Heard one word and He did it. One word. And believe me, when I tell you, That when you hear one word and you do it and you enjoy it, you will hear the next and you will hear the next and you will hear the next. May we be hearers and doers. May we be hearers, say it, and and doers. We want to be hearers and doers of the word glory be to God forever. Amen.